Today, another family-friendly drag show exposed. Joe Biden apologizes for slavery, and Florida will investigate vaccine-related myocarditis. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and I just want to tell you guys, I'm sorry to say, this is the last episode of the news and why it matters until January 2023. And because it is the very last episode of 2022, I had to bring in the powerhouses. We've got uh, Eric <laughs> July, of course, Blaze TV contributor and a founder owner of Ripiverse Comics, also joined by... Jakub Williams, of course, other Blaze TV contributor extraordinaire and host of The Bottom Line. We have got uh, we've got a, a lot to cover, but uh, first we want to thank Healthy Cell for sponsoring this episode. They've got a really, really great multivitamin. They've got supplements to help with sleep, focus, whatever you need. My family takes all of their products, and we love them because we know that we are getting maximum absorption of the vitamins and the nutrients that you need. You can go to HealthyCell.com slash news. That is HealthyCell.com. Use code NEWS for 20% off of your first order over at HealthyCell.com slash news. Um, so I don't know if, Yaku, I, I feel like I'm like, yesterday he was on a screen and he was in another, almost in another country. Today he's right here. Yeah. So it's nice to have you back in thank person. You. Listen, I got to just tell you, yeah. thank you for always tackling the tough stuff that no one else will. Someone asked me this morning that you know, was anyone else where you were? And I go, nobody, crickets, no other reporters. So you tackle things that even Fox and the Daily Wire will not cover, so thank you. Ain't that the truth? Well, you're welcome, and we appreciate you actually going and doing the heavy lifting uh, and the dangerous part being down there. We're glad that you're back safe. Um, so I, I was going to say, you were, you've been all over the place. I'm not sure if you've had a chance to even see um, what has been uncovered, the latest anyway, with these family-friendly, family-friendly drag shows. Uh, there was a family-friendly drag show. This was a Christmas one. Uh, this is a. This was in Austin last night, I believe, but they're touring the country. They're actually going to be in Dallas on Saturday. We will be there. Um, and my organization, Defend Our Kids Texas, was, of course, at the Austin event to expose. And expose we did. Uh, according to the video that I'm going to show you, which, by the way, I think I don't need to say it, but I'll say it anyway, is not family-friendly. So if you have any young ones, please do not allow them to watch this part of the program. Uh, so this show included uh, simulating sex, uh, talking dirty to the crowd, and sexualizing, of course, old children's Christmas stories. And I want to play for you. Um, one drag queen, did I mention not appropriate for all ages, not appropriate for children? Uh, one drag queen who had exposed fake uh, breasts asked a child if he was hungry uh, and said that he was reaching for his breasts in a much more derogatory manner. Watch. Wow. Oh, I'm feeling moody tonight. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you all for coming out. Oh my God, so many of you. Ooh, I'm so excited. Hello, you reaching for my Are you hungry? Hmm. Um, so it, it got worse from there. If we had the time, 
And if I didn't, you know, um, if I was okay with vomiting in front of everyone, I would show you guys the rest of this. But this is this is absolutely, I mean, you guys know I've been covering these drag shows for a very long time now. This one was the probably the worst. The and um, just in case you guys, you know, I always get the, uh, the, the feedback from the left that I'm making up that they're claiming that these are family friendly, even though I post the ticketing website that says all ages are welcome. They say, well, they say all ages are welcome, but they do include a disclaimer that it's naughty. Okay, well, how about one of the drag queens themselves talking to a young child? Because yes, they did interact with the children at the event on the microphone. How about hear it from the drag queen himself that this is in fact a family-friendly event according to them, watch. So much I didn't win anything on my season, so thank you. Harvey, what's your name, baby? Major, everyone say hi, Major. This is a child. How old are you, Mace? How old are you? How old are you? You're nine? Mm. Oh my god, Oh, look at that. Thank you, whoever's mom is out here. Where's your mom? She should mom be in prison. Here. Hi, Mom, I saw you at the meeting green, didn't we? Thank you so much for bringing Major out. That's so sweet of you. Oh, we love you. That is so sweet of you. This is what we need, parents like this, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Awesome mom for bringing their kid out to a family friendly drag show, ladies and gentlemen. Does a family friendly drag show look anything like the uh, the pictures? We've got some pictures here that we can show you. I just want to, to be clear. Does this look like a family friendly drag show to you? Uh, again, simulating sex acts, uh, licking certain body parts to half-naked men who are groping each other, and uh, much more in all of the video footage that, again, Taylor Hansen uh, exposed through my organization, Defend Our Kids Texas. Um, you know, I am not sure that I'm going to be able to get through this particular segment without using the swear jar. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is demonic. Yes. And these people belong in prison. And I do mean all of them, you know, because there are there's a lot of uh, kicking the can down the road and trying to blame one party or the other. And people say, well, you, it's not the drag queen's fault. You you should blame the parent. That's just bad parenting. I agree. I think the parents should be in prison. Well, I did it. Okay, I agree. I think the parents should be in prison. I also think when you have a, a drag queen, when you have a grown man wearing makeup who is going to call out a child right. in the audience, I would say they do want to include your children. <clears throat> Those are the facts. Uh, look, I, I try to not cuss as well. Uh, certainly <laughs> if I was on my show, you know, I'd be cussing up a storm during this uh, period of time. But... Everything that, you know, because you take a lot of heat for covering stuff like this and everybody kind of, you know, they move the goalposts, they say things are said, or you're kind of imagining things, you're, the mm -hmm. effect of gaslight mm -hmm. is what they mm -hmm. do. So right here, this is a prime example, it checks all boxes, right? So you can't even hide it. And even if you were saying, well, it's the ticketing is incorrect or whoever did that, let's say the door, they messed up. You have a person that's participating in the actual show mm -hmm. that specifically stated that it was family friendly. So... 
We already got that. We see that uh, from the images and from the videos that this obviously in content, it certainly wasn't family friendly at all. Yet they were claiming that it was. And then we have, of course, them interacting with children in the crowd. So all our bases are covered mm -hmm. and that this is screwed up. And all the individuals that are involved in this are certainly uh, screwed up. It's funny how, and I've, I've, I've taught, I saw, I mean, say what you will about Andrew Tate, but he was talking about like mm -hmm. uh, Muslims and like uh, how they like definitely would it be surrounding their, not necessarily their holidays, but you know, Prophet Muhammad and all that and how you will never see any kind of negative depiction surrounded around like, let's say like uh, Islam or anything like that. Uh, like let's say a drag show surrounding Christmas, right? right, or, or right. That, that's more Christmas-like oriented. It goes to show how bold these people are because they're basically spitting in everybody's face. They're uh, spitting in those of us that, you know, treat Christmas for what Christmas actually is, as well as the weirdos um, that insist that this is something that should be, and this is where the grooming aspect of it is. She says, like, hey, this we need more more parents mm -hmm. like this, mm -hmm. who think that is something that we should normalize. Mm -hmm. All those people are evil. Like, let's just call it exactly uh, what it is. And if you are, even if you are somebody, let's say, that tends to align yourself with that crowd, let's just say for the sake of conversation, you think that you would have a problem with that. Like, even, I just, I mean, I can't imagine being there because that's not my type of a party, right? <laughs> but, I mean, even if you were thinking, okay, I'm going to this, adult oriented show okay and i'm gonna sit in the crowd the minute that you know you'd see like some kids interacting with these people that are being raunchy like that i'm like oh wait a minute i'm in the wrong spot you know i need to i need to shake the spot you think that would kick in but they're clapping like hey yeah you're right more parents should be like this it goes to show how far we've come yeah case in point case in point i have a friend who called me today because he actually enjoys drag shows for whatever reason as the adult, you know, art form that he believes that they are. He called me and he was like, I was at this event. I, it was, I couldn't believe it. I, I was disgusted. It was so bad. I couldn't believe they were, they were clearly targeting the children because all of the children that were there, they were interacting with on the microphone. So you have to ask yourself, because you, you know, everyone wants to say, well, it's homophobic to blame the drag queens. It's not their fault that, uh, that adults are bringing children to the show. Okay, but tell me how a person with any sort of morals or values or who cares about children at all in a non-sexual way sees that there are children there and is still com not only comfortable performing the performance in front of them, but singling them out to indoctrinate them into this and get them closer and closer to this. What kind of sane person would actually go to the links to do that if it wasn't to target your children? And just right before you go, notice that when she asked, uh, like, the kid, like, where, where are you, like, it's more, where's the mother at? Yep. Yeah, it's always where's the mom. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's just, always where's the mom. Just yep. The song yep. Yeah. Uh, firstly, I'll say this. I'm sorry I, for cursing in front of you. That's fine. <laughs> for, firstly, I'll I say this. I always feel really guilty when it's I say, say this, and I have a little bit of history in this, just a little bit. Mm. Everything Sarah has been telling you is spot on, spot on, a hundred percent. She is a champion for doing it. So is the organization. Thank so you. just, just. For any of you, and then the rest of you that say, Yaku, you always want to spiritualize things. Let me, let huh. me explain something. This is all spiritual. Mm -hmm. This is how America will fall, is falling. Our documentary, Sex Nation, that comes in, out in January is all about how we have fallen. A stress test 
is being performed on society. And the stress test is, let's test the stress level, the tolerance level of the parent through what? Their child. Let's target the child. That show is only for the children. Mm -hmm. I'll go as far now as saying, Sarah, it's all about the children. It's very easy to a, put an age restriction. A real, a real drag queen that wants to perform for adults would himself say, no, mm -hmm. I don't want children in this room. Exactly. Just like of the LBG community saying, we're not T, we're not Q, A, I, plus, S, all the other stuff. That's when it gets weird. We're failing the stress test. When they asked you to write a little piece of paper to say, this is marriage, redefine marriage, they tested you. You didn't push back. Mm -hmm. They said, thank you. Then they redefined sexuality. You didn't push back. They said, thank you. Then they said, what about, um, you know, uh, puberty blockers didn't test back. What about if we give a 12-year-old girl a double mastectomy? Didn't push back. What if we host the drag shows in their faces, mocking God, from Satan, and they are Satan lovers, worshippers, demons. We're not pushing back. Here's what should happen, Sarah. I was on the border fighting trafficking. You're fighting drag queen. I want to ask everybody in Austin, where were you? Where were you? Why, why did we not have 150,000 Austin citizens on the street yeah. saying, you will not sexualize our children? We're failing the stress tests. Here's what's next. From the border to you, they're going to harvest children's organs. They will rape, they will lower the age of consent. This is where they're going, and it's not going to stop. If you think this is bad, <clears throat> Sodom and Gomorrah. So heed this woman's warning, show up in numbers, and shut it down. By the way, don't just heed my warning. Listen to the activists themselves. If you think you want to gaslight me all you want that this isn't actually what they want, they're telling you themselves. They're saying the quiet parts out loud now. This is a congressional hearing yesterday on what they called anti-LGBT violence. One of their witnesses, Jeppy Polk, Jesse Pocock from the Inside Out Youth Services Advocacy Organization said parents do not have a right to know when their child is going through a sex change. Watch. We are constantly filing reports of abuse and neglect because of parents I, I understand not the cases of, of people of, who It they sounds are. like you're deflecting the question a little bit. Uh, I understand cases of abuse. There's laws to protect the abuse. I mean, schools actually are legally obligated to report cases of abuse, what? same for churches and, and the like, anyone who deals with young people. But, uh, you know, do parents have a right? Should they be informed about what's going on? Do they have a right to know what's going on in their kids' lives? So I think, again, those of us who are protecting and supporting young people are there and trusted with the information of the things that they are dealing with. In terms of parents' rights to know at schools, I mean, here in Colorado, parents don't have the right. If a young person is questioning their gender or their sexuality there okay. are laws in place that say that they have the right to process that with their trusted counselor so, so you do and so forth uh, you do a significant amount of your work with kids even starting at age 13. Yep. Uh, what what would be the age of consent then in your in your mind uh in our community the age of consent to mental health therapy is 12 years old so we have laws that enable young people to connect with trusted adults who can support them. That is just so important. It prevents suicide. No, it does it not. suicide. No, it, it does not. Suicide. You're causing suicide. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Sarah. Go I'm ahead. about to get royally ticked off. Uh, yeah. Oh, so we should trust you with our child. Mm -hmm. 
You're the trust agent. You who are sodomizing, sexualizing, raping, cutting off body parts because of your sick fetishes, because of your self-perpetuating notion that you don't want to deal with your sickness. So what does misery do? It gets company. Misery loves company. So you, they have to sexualize the children to advance their movement. If we get our children to get back to monogamy, to be heterosexual, to build family, to build country, faith, freedom, they will wean into the little oblivion obscurity that they belong, like rats in the rat holes, you know, in the darkest crevices of the earth, but they can't. So you must go to the children and co-opting the child. Remember, a child's brain will ex, ex, you know, is inquisitive. It will look into everything. That's why he's a firefighter one day, a nurse the next day, right? All you need to do is present the option to a child mm -hmm. to say, maybe, maybe your PP is not what you think it is. Mm -hmm. And the child will at least consider it for a second. And they go, oh, he made a choice. Yeah. Cut off those breasts, neuter him, give him puberty blockers. That woman... That women, as in the old days, like the witches, should be run out of town. Amen. Uh, I, I know we got to take a break here. I want to I want to encourage all of you. I know Yaku was encouraging you guys show up. Please show up. Uh, like I said, anyone in the DFW area, this is happening on Saturday evening. I will, of course, well, I have some plans. I won't share them publicly, but uh, I'll be in the area. And I very, very much highly encourage. I know that there are some protests that will be going on. Show up. Try to get on the inside if you'd like. Do it. I mean, we need to be standing up in very, very large numbers. And I'll just tell you very quickly. Um, I'm sure the control room is very mad at me because we got to go. But um, the Austin event that we just played, there was one guy who showed up and prayed and left. See? That was it. See, we're failing the stress test. That was it. Please join us in the fight. Uh, mm -hmm. We got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Genucel. So obviously it is holiday season and it's time for gift giving, parties with friends and family and uh, getting compliments everywhere you go and looking years younger thanks to Genucel. Um, I love Genucel. I use their immediate effects, uh, which is, you know, you put it on under your eyes, you let it dry. You can actually Literally, I, the first time I used it, I was like, I know why they call this immediate effects, because you feel it immediately, and it really does make a difference. Uh, and from now until Christmas, Genucel's most popular package is 70% off over at Genucel.com. Treat yourself and uh, a loved one uh, to, you know, getting those forehead wrinkles uh, removed, fine lines, skin redness, pesky bags, even a sagging jawline disappear. You can go to Genucel.com slash Y. Enter my promo code Y for an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is going to be instantly upgraded to free express shipping. So go there. Make sure you get it in time for the holidays over at G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Y. A few days ago, Ron DeSantis announced that Florida will be holding a grand jury over the COVID vaccines uh, during a recent COVID-19 roundtable called Public Health Integrity Committee. Florida's Surgeon General, who has just really been doing amazing work. Uh, this is Dr. Joseph Ladapo explaining that uh, Florida will not be granting amnesty to those who peddled and were wrong about various COVID symptoms and protocols. Watch. You know, there's some people who want amnesty from, from the things that happened during the pandemic. There, there are others who say, it's okay to trust me now. You know, with things that we weren't we weren't straight with you, right? It was no mass. Then then 
cloth masks, then surgical masks, then two, then I don't even know where we are yet right now in terms of what, what this Dr. Walensky and the CDC and Dr. Fauci are recommending. But, um, you know, we're not, we're not doing that here. He also announced that they are launching a study on the incidence of myocarditis within a few weeks of COVID vaccination for people who died. Watch. So we are initiating a program here in Florida where we will be studying the incidence in surveillance of myocarditis within a few weeks of COVID-19 vaccination for people who die. This is going to be a surveillance study using working with some of our medical examiners in Florida. We're also going to be working with the University of Florida. So there will be a component that has more of a research, a research form to it. But we will answer this question. It is a question that I'm sure keeps the CEOs of Pfizer and Moderna up late at night, hoping no one ever looks. But we're going to look here in Florida. I'm sorry. I'm really happy with what they're doing. But that video wall makes me dizzy. Yeah. Like, why do we have to see all of those people <laughs> in the crazy. background? That is not what I wanted to see. Um, it's very distracting. So like most based Surgeon General in the country, and it's not even close. Um, I am just I'm so grateful to n not just this. I mean, Ron DeSantis, the Surgeon General, everyone in the state of Florida who has just left Texas in, in their dust, mm -hmm. really uh, paving the way when it comes to being in front of all of the big government damage that was done to the American people throughout all of this COVID lockdown nonsense and, hey, we need to inject you before you're allowed to re-enter society uh, or, you know, you're not going to be able to feed your family. But that's fine because you, you need to do whatever we say. So I look forward to, uh, to seeing where this goes. Certainly if I think if the study's done right, we all know where this leads. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, there's already been kind of, I mean, and in some cases they've admitted it with young people, that is. This is why certain, even in like Europe, certain pockets of Europe, you can't get certain vaccines, uh, certain COVID vaccines um, under a certain age, right? Because particularly in young people, they saw that, uh, mm -hmm. be it heart inflammation, pericarditis, myocarditis, and those issues. So we already know it's a thing. It's just a matter of to what degree. And then when you start asking a question of, okay, now that we've uncovered the information, which seems to people more, more or less don't want to look into it because maybe they're afraid of what they are going to find. But as more people look into it, we see what the actual data is, and then we need to start backtracking. And like, okay, so now that we have this data, we know that these people have been impacted. These these numbers of people have been impacted. There's something that we can say that there's some sort of a direct correlation here. Then we start following that paper trail. And I want to see where it leads. Now, of course, because this is kind of held by the state of Florida, I don't know exactly who all is going to be uh, incriminated. We already know with like the Pfizer's and the Moderna's of the world, they the, the immunity was a big part of why they were able to get the uh, sort of uh, what do you call it? Emergency uh, authorization. They also lied about that, mm -hmm. uh, by the way, in terms of what they looked at. Uh, transmission was not something that they were. Uh, you can actually say this on YouTube, by the way. Mm -hmm. Now you can now, now you say can. that. Uh, but yeah, they, they, that wasn't even something that they looked into. So that means objectively speaking, now my opinion, not gaslighting. This means that they lied. Mm -hmm. OK, uh, it was based on or rather it was based on a lie to get the emergency authorization right. uh, for them to speed this up and and pump out these vaccinations. That's not my opinion. That is a sheer fact. So this is why with be it, be it with Fauci, be it with Walensky, be it with Donald Trump, I will be the one to say mm -hmm. that as well. Mm -hmm. I think people 
need to go down for this. This is one of the yes. biggest con games, yeah, one of the biggest and most dangerous ones yeah. that we've seen in recent modern history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People need to fall, heads need to roll with this because a lot of young people in particular have had their lives ruined, in some cases taken, because they have been pushed into or coerced or extorted to get something that they did not need. And it was the, on the backbones, uh, or rather on the words of these doctors, the, uh, the federal government doctors and these supposed experts, epidemiologists that work for the state that peddled this nonsense. Immunity is not on the table and it's not good enough for them to just be like, whoops, my bad. No, no, y'all need to be in prison. You need to be in prison. Eric, the amount of people they have killed There has to be a count. My own brother, my blood brother, spent 11 days in intensive care with myocarditis. This is a guy with 3% body fat. They diagnosed it as athlete's heart syndrome. Go look into how many professional athletes are dying. Definitely uh, footballers around the world. Soccer players, right? And they diagnosed it as athlete's heart syndrome where the heart rate drops below 30 beats a minute. Okay, It's myocarditis. All of them have had the vax. Every, my brother included, was forced to take the vax because he was in the hospital for a kidney thing and the doctor said, I don't help you unless you take the vax, right? They've lied, but they've not only lied, they lied knowing the truth. Mm. With, not just lied out of ignorance or like we'll make it up. They knew, they knew that remdesivir shuts down the kidneys. Yet they made it the protocol in the hospitals. They know what it does to kidneys. They know what this thing does to the heart especially in the youth, and they're dying. Don't you, every day you see another celebrity dying yeah, prematurely. Day, like some Someone else dying year prematurely. Someone else dying prematurely. Of course. Like, oh, and it's like sudden death syndrome. Like, high schoolers, minute, man. high schoolers, 18-year-old boys dying from some sudden death syndrome. Wasn't a thing, man, until you gave them the jab. Fauci, and I'm with you. I'm with you, brother. There's a former administration that I support in many things, but they were sold that this is your ticket to your next election. And you fast track some evil demonic plan. And now it's coming out that maybe, maybe COVID was part of the CCP's bioweapons program. Mm. Okay. Well, we know for sure that that with with the whole, uh, at minimum, maybe not for, and I just want to be clear so we don't get dinged for misinformation. We do know that there is a fact that, you know, uh, Fauci's sort of government or organization or agencies rather did fund gain of function research in Wuhan Wuhan pertaining Mm -hmm. to coronaviruses. Mm -hmm. Now, if you want to say, if you, and now, of course, it's not concrete that it, it had to do specifically with COVID-19, but that's an awful lot of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like in the terms of gain of function. And what I mean by that is that they were specifically uh, uh, testing something and trying to make it gain in lethality. By textbook definition, that is what gain of function research is. They did it. It just happened to be in Wuhan. And maybe there's no no correlation there. There's no hey, connection. Hey. Maybe. And, they, and they succeeded. If it was <laughs> if supposed it was, to be lethal. It just happened. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was lethal. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, uh, you know what, I'm going to let you guys mention Dr. Fauci. We don't really have time to, to talk about it, but I'd like to play. Dr. Fauci does have a rebuttal. You mentioned him. Oh, really? He does have a rebuttal because <laughs> he was asked on CNN, he was asked about uh, Ron DeSantis, what he's trying to investigate. And he's like, oh, I don't have a clue what he's trying to investigate. Watch. I don't have a clue, Kate, what he's asking for. I mean, we have a vaccine that unequivocally is highly effective and safe 
oh. and has saved literally millions of lives. Literally. The Commonwealth Fund mm -hmm. has come out with a report just this past week okay. that vaccinations that have been administered over this period of time, this last year and a half to two years, has saved 3.2 million lives, mm. 18 million hospitalizations, and approximately $1 trillion in costs. Mm. So what's the problem with vaccines? I mean, vaccines are life-saving. So quite frankly, Kate, I'm not sure what, what they're trying to do down there. Huh. I, I would just He's like to nervous. point out. Yeah, he is very nervous. He's I would nervous. just like to point out to Dr. Fauci before we got to take a break, as they so often like to tell me, correlation does not equal causation. Thank you. Uh, we've got to take another quick break. I want to thank our sponsor, Upside. So, look, inflation is hitting everyone, and everyone's looking for ways to cut back. Um, you know, maybe you are trying to... Oh, I would say maybe you're trying to not spend as much on Amazon, or but it's the Christmas season, so you're spending it anyway. This is why you need Upside, because for doing things like driving or dining out or going to the grocery store, which are things that you're going to be doing anyway, you are going to be making cash back. This is a great app for anyone who is doing all of these things, which is literally all of you. So get cash back with every purchase, and um, I, this is a no-brainer for everyone. Um, you know, you've got like treat, like you go get a latte or go get your nails done, and you can use this cash back that you are earning to go do those things and feel better about the money that you are spending. They have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. You can download the free Upside app. Use promo code NEWS to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That is $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code NEWS. Last night, the Senate unanimously passed the No TikTok on Government Devices Act, which, as it turns out, is probably the only act that they appropriately titled because it actually does exactly what it says it's going to do, unlike all of the other, you know, propaganda that they put forth, the like the inflation reduction, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, all of these. It's like, wait, why did you name it that? It doesn't have anything to do with it. This is actually a pretty straightforward. It bans the use of TikTok on government devices. This was introduced by Josh Hawley, and it follows uh, recent bans at the state level, including Maryland, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas, Utah, South Dakota, North Dakota, Nebraska, Alabama, and Iowa, uh, there is also a group of bipartisan lawmakers led by Senator Marco Rubio, who are, uh, they are starting a drive to completely ban the use of TikTok nationwide with the Anti-Social CCP Act. You know, I'm, it's almost like we talked about COVID last segment, um, talking about the CCP this segment. It's almost like we shouldn't trust China. <laughs> I don't know. Hear me out. This, is, this, is, this, is, this could be pretty wild. This is a pretty hot take here. Maybe we shouldn't be trusting China because they are, in fact, bad actors. So to, I, I would love it if we could just ban TikTok from society. I can't tell you how many times I'm, I, I mean, I don't like go on them and seek them out. But when I see them posted on other platforms and I'm like, I can see why the young generation is so screwed up. Yeah, it's a hot, it's a hot concentration of... Uh, yeah. Stupidity of a term that I would. I, 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 it's not a curse word, but I, I don't want to use it just for the sake of this show. Yeah. Uh, but it's a high concentration of those types of people, uh, certainly over there. Now, look, 
I'm all for government banning themselves uh, from anything. For that matter, I'd, I'd prefer that they just ban themselves altogether and just yeah, quit. Yeah. Every last one of them, that would be more preferable, uh, certainly to me. Uh, but it, it's kind of funny, and it's going to be interesting to see kind of where this kind of leads into, like how far they're certainly um, I'm going to take it. I know that Trump today um, announced something about trying to ban uh, private companies pertaining to social media working with the federal government. Um, I need to look at, at it a little bit more. Um, I'm sure there's more to it, but if it was that was simply the case, then you'd think that would already be a thing, but it goes to show that that's certainly not what the government uh, has ever done, and that's not what it is that they're going to do. So when I see them make moves that, I'm always weary of that type mm -hmm. of stuff, because when I see them make, like, bi people love, love, love the term bipartisan, when I see that something they're all in agreement on, I'm usually like, wait a minute. Like, even if it's something like as, as dodgy, I mean, it's, I don't have TikTok. I wouldn't recommend that people get on there. Uh, but even if something is dodgy, that I'm like, man, what are y'all? What, mm -hmm. What are y'all up to? Because the fact that this was basically all of them were in on it for the most part, and we're like, yeah, we're good with this. That's something. Something. Mm -hmm. Some stinks to high hell. Let me just say that. But it'll be interesting to see how far they take it. Yeah, because you know it's setting a precedent again. You know. Yeah. And and government stepping in, of course. Yes, TikTok. Uh, a cesspool, an absolute cesspool is... is the perfect term for it. ...is indoctrinating our children. Um, but I'm with you. They can't even be bipartisan in protecting children, but you're going to be bipartisan... Yeah, something's, something's, something's right. not right. I, I, look, here's my rule of thumb, which is why I love this brother of mine, and I've told him, you have got me as close to being a libertarian as possible. Okay? We need to fire all of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every last, start with Lindsey Graham and just go. Yeah. All of them. McConnell, you had your time. Go sip your wine in Napa, because that's who you associate with, is the Californians. And just fire all of them, disband them, shrink government so it's so small that you can't find it, right? We'd have a lot less problems if that were certainly the case. If the government, like, operated on, okay, we're going to ban ourselves from doing things, like... Because, you know, the vast, vast, vast majority, I mean, obviously, I'm, a, I'm an anarcho-capitalist, so I prefer that it didn't exist at all. But even if I conceded the minarchist uh, perspective of, well, government should only be in control of security and stuff like that, even just for the sake of conversation that I conceded that, 99% of what the government does has absolutely nothing to do um, with that. And it's because they are so like kind of far reaching in terms of what they can and will be responsible for. So it's sad that stuff like this has to happen when it's like we got to ban ourselves from doing something like that. Often it's a self-preservation mechanism, though. It's uh, look, we don't want China to not investigate and spy on Americans. What if they find out what we're really up yeah. to? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I want to before we have to go to break here, I want to uh, play for you. Joe Biden, switching gears here, spoke at a gathering of almost all African leaders in Washington, D.C. He announced that fifty five billion dollars will be directed to Africa in the areas of uh, health, climate change, trade and women's initiatives. He also took the opportunity to uh, apologize for America's original sin of slavery. Watch. Our people lie at the heart of the deep and profound connection that forever binds Africa and the United States together. We remember the stolen men and women and children who were brought to our shores in chains, subjected to unimaginable cruelty. My nation's original sin was that period. We honor their descendants 
who our generations have, for, for generations have helped build this country. Um, he said, we remember, and I wanted to make the remark like, well, were you there, Joe? And then I was like, well. He might have he been. Probably, he's <laughs> a billion years old, so probably. So I, we got to be brief, but I want to get your, both your thoughts. Oh, real man, briefly, just, uh, the fact that every year we got to kind of go through this, this slavery thing that happened so long ago. But I just, look, man, if we're going to talk about something as evil and rotten as, and, as slavery is, you know, irrefutably, I just don't like that we have this stopping point where it's like, well, we only talk about this part mm -hmm. of it during this era. Because yes. even during that era, it's always, well, it was stolen. Ah, some of them were. A lot of other ones was uh, sold off or rather given mm -hmm. by way mm -hmm. of the people that were already in Africa mm -hmm. doing their own people wrong. But also, if you go before that, when you talk about Arabs and, and how they had enslaved, even to this day, you know, you got pockets of dodgy stuff happening in uh, definitely northern parts of Africa. And it's like, but back then, like, it's like, why do we focus so much on that era if we are going to sit up here and say, well, you know, this was a bad thing, which we can absolutely say that. But what happens is we start having a conversation of reparations and we have to have this. Oh, I'm so sorry for all of these different things. And it's like, why stop there? Yeah. He was not so brief. I need you to be I'll be very on. brief. <laughs> you shouldn't stop there. You should come all the way full circle to 2022 when the same man that you just heard spoken is causing slavery today. Different mm. kind of a slavery. Sex slaves, trade slaves, debt bondage on the border. He's creating a homeless class like we've never seen. So maybe look in the mirror, Uncle mm. Joe. Mm. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. You're right. You want to tackle it? Tackle all the arrows. Come, come, come. So Elon Musk, he uh, banned the Twitter account yesterday of Jack Sweeney. There's a lot going on right here, right now. I'm like, I lost my where I was on my computer. Eric's like spitting a drink out or something. I don't know what's going on. It's the last show of the year. I'm, just, I'm, I'm here just to keep the, the pace. Yeah, yeah. I'm just here, man. I'm just here. This is uh, the Twitter account of Jack Sweeney, a sophomore at the University of Central Florida. Due to security concerns, he had created the account Elon Jet, which tracked a pri Musk's private jet using, of course, publicly available flight data. He originally said that he would not ban the account, tweeting back in November, my commitment to free speech extends even to not banning the account following my plane, even though that is a direct personal safety risk. And uh, the account did get banned, uh, along with Sweeney's personal account and dozens of other accounts he operates. I don't even, I barely have time for one Twitter account. I don't understand how all these people <laughs> yeah. operate. Like, what are you guys doing all day? Yeah. Apparently not working, which... Doesn't surprise me. Uh, so Elon then unbanned him for a short period of time before rebanning the account later in the afternoon. He also banned the ability of Twitter users to post links to Sweeney's Instagram and Facebook accounts. And then Twitter changed its policies surrounding posting private information, tweeting, when someone shares an individual's live location on Twitter, there's an increased risk of physical harm. Uh, moving forward, we'll remove tweets that share this information and accounts dedicated to sharing someone else's live location will be suspended. He explained that this new policy is because there was an incident involving a stalker and his son uh, writing last night a car carrying little x in la was followed by a crazy stalker thinking it was me who later blocked the car from moving and climbed onto the hood legal action is being taken against sweeney and organizations who supported harm to my family um i would love to um understand how this particular guy who's tracking his jet can be related to encouraging people to harm him yeah 
because absent a direct <clears throat> quote urging people to harm him, I'm not sure how you can tie the two things together. And it is does make me a little nervous to have the guy who's like the platform of free speech being like, hey, this is incitement. If, if it's not, in fact, incitement, I would yeah. love to see it, but I can't because now the guy's banned. Well, yeah, I mean, that's look, I've said this about Elon before. It's like he, he's not I don't know if he's ever specifically considered himself a free speech absolutist or whatever term that you guys want to use. I don't think use. he is. Uh, but no, he's not. No, yeah. no, I, well, that's the point. Like, he, he's certainly not. He's not. I mean, we've seen even in the last months that, you know, he's willing to kind of bend and break on certain issues, you know, we have with the Alex Jones situation. So, you know, he, he, there are certain things that he certainly will not allow, which is why, again, I kept telling people, like, mm-hmm. the term free speech in, in this context is yeah. a stupid term mm-hmm. to yeah. uh, uh, use because it's meaningless. It doesn't mean what other people think it means, then you ask three people, they're going to give you three different definitions. I do certainly understand. I think this is what, what happened is he realized he could be touched. I mean, when you're sitting at the kind of kind of high and mighty, you like, well, they can't get me. And then this was probably as close as someone's got. Not to say that that person would have just like really got into him, but you see that, well, he could have got into him. And then maybe he's looking at it like, well, these folks can actually touch me. I don't know how I feel about Maybe uh, folks just following me around like that. Okay, so I'm going to have a rule. Obviously, it's because it impacted him or rather affected him. That's going to happen around the entire deal. That's going to say, well, you can't just be telling people where their live location is. So whatever. I think what you're seeing here right now is you're seeing Elon making decisions for Twitter and for America based on his own Mm -hmm. experience experience in the moment. Yeah. And that historically in any industry, even as a parent, normally proves to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. It proves to to cause drama and a lot of cleanup on aisle seven, if you know what I mean. So, I mean, it's not really how you want to run a major corporation. Yeah. Um, and I said, when he got into this, he doesn't really know what he's getting into. And I'm not limiting the man's intelligence. He's super intelligent, but this <clears throat> thing has tentacles because Everything you do sets precedent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the, the ultimate just free speech is, I am with you, a, a ridiculous notion. Yeah. I mean, to think that you could just say whatever you want, whenever you want. So this is a little dangerous. Yeah. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Well, I just want to take a moment to uh, thank all of you guys out there. You know, it's funny whenever I I meet you guys at, you know, Blaze events, um, you tell me it just it feels like your family. And I agree. It really does. It feels like you guys are family. And I feel like we've experienced a lot throughout this year. Um, I feel like you guys are my family and we've experienced and gone through together a lot. Um, And I wish that I could sit here and say I expect it to get much better in 2023. Um, I think that in the end we win, but we're not done fighting. The battle has not yet been won. The war has not yet been won and there is still a lot of work to do. So we hope that you will uh, continue to do that work with us and uh, continue to tune in in the new year um, and just have a, a wonderful, safe, blessed, Merry Christmas. Remember the reason for the season. I'm really bad about that. I like I get all stressed out making sure people's gifts are, you know, and I'm like, I shouldn't feel like this at Christmas. Christmas, just remember, it's not about the gift giving. Right. It is about, of course, uh, the birth of baby Jesus and, you know, just soak in all the moments with your family. Um, and we've got a lot of, of fun things coming up in the new year for this show. 
So we hope that you will continue to tune in. We Look, I've been told we may even get new music eventually. <laughs> but um, I will be back. This show will be back on January 4th. It will not be the Monday. It will be the Wednesday of the new year. I will be in Florida uh, at the beginning of that week, and then we will be back. So we hope that you will uh, tune in. Stay safe. Stay warm. Even in Texas, that's been hard to do today. So it's, cold. it's yeah. really cold. And uh, gentlemen, I can't Merry thank Christmas. you guys enough for being of part of the family thank here you, yeah. at the News and Why It Matters. Love yes, love you guys. Yeah. And um, you know, eat some, eat some cake, eat some pie, turkey, whatever. I don't know whatever people do at Christmas. I don't eat, so I don't know. But you guys <laughs> enjoy. We'll see you in the new year. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.